It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action. Away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Thanks, as always, for coming along with us on this not safe for work, not safe for kids, the uncensored part of the uh, radio show. Um, stay up to date, obviously. Head over to jlnkshow.com. What are we going to learn today? I think we're bearing down on 350 episodes of the podcast. That's good. Well, we're going to learn today what are the surprising things people think about during sex. We're also going to find out what your woman's fantasy is. We got a couple of terrible people. Not so much terrible, but interesting people that we'll look at towards the end of the podcast. Including one man's diet and what it's doing for his love life. We'll we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Then we'll hear from a dude with two dongs. Forgot about that. Two dogs? Dongs. 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 Dicks. Dicks. Pricks. Cocks, sticks. Yep. <laughs> what was that saying back in the day? He's happier than a dog and two pricks. <laughs> well, we'll find out, and you'll be able to find this guy online. And, uh, you know. Uh, Feast your eyes. Interesting story. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Here's some good news from the uh, workout department. It appears lifting weights does great things for your muscles, right? Yeah. Makes you swole, makes you buff. Fucking shirt ripping huge. It also makes your skin look younger. Yeah, how's that? Because it's stretched all nice and tight under those bulging, rippling muscles. Here's what they did. Um, and, and you know who they used for the study? They used middle-aged yes. Japanese oh. women mm. who previously didn't work out. They said new research finds that both aerobic exercise and weight training improve the health of facial skin tissues. Hey, that's not creepy at all, being a guy who's like, yes, we need middle-aged Japanese women who are soft. You're like, aren't you Woody Allen? Are you making a movie? (laughs) The resistance training could be surprisingly effective for fresher, younger-looking skin, according to a new study. Here's what they did. They had half of the women told to start cycling for 30 minutes twice a week, while the other half lifted weights for 30 minutes twice a week. After 16 weeks, the women who cycled were more fit than those who lifted weights. But... Those who lifted weights were stronger. But the skin on their faces were different, too. Oh. Researchers noticed that fitness had improved your skin's elasticity. And their faces were slightly less saggy. (laughs) Hey, I'm sure they all love to hear that. Hey, your face isn't as saggy as it was. Yeah, they're not like poking at it. They're poking up. They're like pushing it up. They're like, "Mm, a little sag. The skin snapped back into shape better when stretched. Oh. Exercise scientists behind say people's skin becomes more youthful at a cellular level after they start exercising. The most uh, uh, pronounced effects happen when the women lifted weights as opposed to the aerobic bike riding. Yeah, I guess good for these guys. If you're still looking for an excuse to lift weights in the year 2023, you're like, I don't know, I'm not convinced. Every study has said this is better for you. Yep. They say theoretically these changes may reduce wrinkles, improve appearance, and help people look younger. That's great news. All right, this is uh, surprising and, and weird. What do you think about during sex? What's the old adage is the only time I don't think about sex is when I'm having sex, because if I think about sex, I'm done having sex. Right. right. 
So they asked around a new study. What are you thinking about? What do you think about when we're having sex? Uh, uh, how much I love you is a pretty standard answer. I have learned over the years that I have to have either the volume down on the TV or it off. Otherwise, I start listening to what's going on on the TV. Sometimes I get caught up in television. Well, you're like a wild commercial. You're like, oh, well, and then it's taking you out of the moment. You're like, what the fuck is happening or here? Or it's like Showtime on Saturday night and they have stand-up specials. Or it's Comedy Central and they have a stand-up oh, yeah. special. And it's not, Are you it's, listening to the television? What? No. What, wait, what? Why are you laughing? Here's the surprising things that people think about during sex. Right off the bat, they hit you with a heavy. A third of us fantasize that we're having sex with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, that's not a little amount of people either. A third. A third of all of us, one out of three of us, is fantasizing about having sex with someone else. I mean, I guess those odds are in our favor because that means two-thirds are not. Wow. So how many people are in your bed at any given time? Okay. You're hoping that these two are the two that are concentrating <laughs> on each other. They say some of the most common thoughts people have during sex are totally unrelated. <laughs> and then here's where it takes a turn for the sad. What are you thinking about? It appears household chores that need to be done oh what we're eating for our next meal well that uh, you know what that can that can sometimes throw you over the top tv and movies <laughs> and what's happening at work <laughs> well we had to do a podcast today it was pretty good 25 percent of men admit to daydreaming about sports only 11 percent of women daydream about sports while having sex More than half of those surveyed considered, uh, oh, more than half of those surveyed have considered what they wish their partner would do in bed, as opposed to what your partner's doing in bed right now. You're thinking about other things you wish that your partner would be doing instead of this. Why would you think about that instead of just suggesting it? Like, hey, why don't we try this? That's the time to suggest it. Instead of doing this, why don't we invite the downstairs neighbors up like I was just thinking about? 80% 80% confessed that they've contemplated how good the sex actually is while it's happening. Oh, you're being evaluated in real time. <laughs> hey, hey, if she has to wonder if it's good, it's not very good. Is this okay? More than half of us, while doing the sex, are wondering, when will this be over? Oh, we know which half that is. But they say, in general, people are pretty satisfied with their sex lives. 26% of all respondents say they're unhappy with their sex lives. But for the most part, we're good. Young people report being more satisfied. Yeah, because everything is new and exciting. Yep. Uh, Only 11% of the 18 to 24 crowd said they're unfulfilled in the bedroom, compared to 18% of the 25 to 34, 23% of the 35 to 44, and 33% of the folks 45 and older. Obviously, the older you get, the less satisfied you are with your sex life. Because why? Well, because I've I've, had this meal before. Right, yeah. I've fucking driven this road so (laughs) many times. Yeah, they're, they're... It takes so much to thrill me anymore. It's muscle memory. I could drive without my headlights on at this point. All right, since we're talking about sex, what are uh, the most common female fantasies? Now, granted, it would be nice if your partner came with an instruction manual so you would know what she wants. 
when she wants it, what can be negotiated, what can be bar- bartered, what what she could be talked into. Yeah, God forbid. It's that sounds a lot easier than having you know pull every pull every little tiny answer out over the course of eons. There's no guidebook. There's no manual. So play the odds. A recent survey. The odds of what you've seen on the internet or the odds of what are actually true? They're really true. Oh. Yeah, the stuff you see on the internet. Well, uh, the odds are pretty good. She's going to be into this. These she are, is not. These are the top eight sexual fantasies that women will own up to. Now, pay attention to those last three words, own up to. That okay. means there's probably some pretty kinky shit going on. Well, they're not going to tell anybody. They're certainly not going to tell a stranger. What about a husband? They say something to note here. These aren't true of all women. There's no guarantees that your woman's desire and kinks will be, you know, in the same order as these or even be on the list at all. I'm kind of looking at it. The peers and most of them even aren't on the list at all. <laughs> but here's where we get started. Uh, temperature play. Is that like when I wish the air conditioning was a lot cooler than it was because I'm sweating? Ice and oh. candle wax on the sensitive spot. Those that are into it say it's a huge turn on. Okay. Threesomes. Okay. Women fantasize about threesomes. It says this one comes with fear and potential jealousy, so communication and try. Uh, 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 trying and trust are all different things that you're going to need to pull it off. They say still some fantasies are very real. Spanking. Women fantasize about spanking. It might go to the part of role play fantasy that involves like a naughty schoolgirl or something. Oh. Hmm. Breath play. <laughs> I don't know if these two words to go go together. They say for some men and women, sensual choking is a real thing. Oh, that's what breath play is? I guess. They say make sure that you do your research so you will know how to do it correctly and erotically. You know, you're not, you know, coming up behind and grabbing her with two two hands around the back of the throat. <laughs> just like I'm just trying to do the fucking dishes. <laughs> you're you're like, like well, down I, goes Frazier. I overdid it. <laughs> I am a pig. So I guess erotically is uh, that's very important. Like fucking, I fucking told you, I got to God, fucking get off my ass. I'm doing the best I can. It's not one of those. Oh, they say doing it wrong can end badly. Yeah, but you might get your point across. <laughs> Bondage, women's sexual fantasies. Most women, uh, more women than ever, are interested in seeing what this is about. Okay. You can thank Fifty Shades of Grey for that. Man, I went to bed the other night, and I was slipping through the movie channels, and Fifty Shades of Grey was on. The movie? Yeah, so I watched about 10 minutes. What a fucking terrible movie that is. I've never heard anybody say it was a fantastic film. It is awful. It is so cringy. Look at that Don Johnson's daughter. Yeah, she's a smoke show. Uh, domination submission. Wait, is her name Dawn Johnson? <laughs> Dawn Johnson. All right. I'm sorry, did you say submission? Because I found that the opposite is actually true. Domination submission. Some women want control, some women want to submit. Either way, it's a fun play, according mm-hmm. to the female fantasy. 
Top two, female fantasies. These are most common. Role play. All right. Might be some nervousness, sharing. Uh, They don't want to be shamed or judged by the roles they're interested in. Going back to the schoolgirl thing. I don't know. What else do you have? Uh, What are some other role play? Uh, Pizza delivery fella. Right. But whatever role they want to play, they just want to make sure they're not being shamed or judged. I'm a steamy door dasher. Yeah, so don't say something shitty when she shows up in a door dash outfit. Be like, hey, that's sexy as hell. <laughs> she shows up in an Arby's uniform. Be like, hey, that's pretty hot. Hey. <laughs> How'd you like to have these seasoned curlies? I got your beef and cheddar. <laughs> uh, number one, common, uh, most common female sexual fantasy. Take a Take a jump. You've named all the big ones. Wait, is it is it woman on woman? For some reason, <gasps> it's le- it's lesbians, isn't it? Show me lesbians, Jason. Backdoor action is of most general intro a genuine interest. Okay, they do say you won't know until you ask. <laughs> I bet you I do. <laughs> Care to you, make it interesting? You won't know until you ask. I got 50 on no, Alex. Yeah, I got right? 50. They say, you won't know until you ask the question, and if it's a yes... Hey, no is all I've ever known. <laughs> and she says, yes, I think she's talking to some, something else. Yeah. And I said, no, I didn't. I'd repeat the question. I'm like, did you hear what I was asking? Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth? If it's yes, take care to make it gentle, loving experience rather than, you know. <laughs> if I got a yes, I'd be like a deer in headlights. I would, I'd be like, what? Wait, what? What? I would want I, would, I know what I'm going to write my journal tonight. I'd want to rush through it as quickly as possible in case you changed your mind. Right? <laughs> She'd say, whoa, I didn't know you meant right now. I'm like, yeah, well, I got it. The iron is red hot. This is when I should strike. All right, here's a couple of weirdos as we yeah, wrap up. Wait longer. Like, ooh, offers rescinded. Yeah. Oh. It's like on the iPhone when you can go back and delete a text. Yep. Would you like to remove this text? I guess. So, a dude, this is gross and delicious. I can't figure out where I stand on this. Everybody loves a tuna fish sandwich, right? Yeah. Everybody loves. Put a little mayo on there. Maybe if you're crazy, you you know, you dice up some pickles. On the show a couple of months ago, we had somebody mention that Jimmy John's does it and they add soy sauce to their tuna fish mix. That sounds wonderful. Hey, it's incredible. It, it kicks it up like two levels of flavor. A Kansas man went viral after appearing on My Strange Addiction revealed that he loves canned tuna so much that he eats nearly 15 cans of tuna on average every week. Oh, that's that's doable, I guess. The part, the problem that I have with this, and I could go for fifteen tuna sandwiches in a week because a tuna sandwich is pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm trying to think why it's so weird. He also drinks the juice. All right, and I knew there was gonna be something spacey about it. The dude says, "I love smelling tuna every day, all the time, all day, all night, every day. I love the smell of tuna." His mom says he's <laughs> always he's always liked fish when he was little. Most kids during Easter would want chocolate in their baskets. Our kid didn't want chocolate, he, so we put tuna. We put cans of sardines because that's what he liked. Hey, it sounds like mom and dad were doing real well. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> he doesn't get eggs, he gets tinned fish. He says, I didn't know it would turn into, you know, where he's smelling it every day. 
Man could be seen sitting in a coffee shop between, before reaching into his pocket on the My Strange Addiction show and whipping out a small can of tuna in a can opener, looking no, around. Nope. He opens the can, takes a long whiff. Ugh. Tuna, um, hey, tuna's fine, but there's something about that juice, and it's even a, a million times worse yeah. if it's oil. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was only tuna packed in oil, so it's, it was just like greasy. It's so slippery. Uh, when he's in the coffee shop, oh, he's on a date. He's approached by a woman holding coffee, and instead of taking a swig of the drink, he takes another whiff of his tuna and says, yep, nice way to start the day. <laughs> no, it isn't. So what's, uh, dude's getting through 15 cans of tuna a week. What was that joke of that Afro Man album? A blind man walking down a fish pier, takes a big deep breath and says, Morning, Hello, ladies. <laughs> Morning, ladies. What's his preferred tuna? Solid, chunk light, and uh, yellowfin. He says no albacore. What's the What's the problem with albacore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know That's what any of this means. That's the finest tuna that my grocer sells. I don't know. I buy the same damn can that you know my parents bought me when I was seven. I don't know what's in it. I like when they advertise it on on TV. You're like, oh, you see the little Charlie. You know, you're like, oh yeah. They have to remind people there's tuna fish. Yeah. Don't forget about tuna. In the past five years, this man admits he has consumed almost 4,000 cans of tuna in the past five years. Uh, He does say that is a fact. Hey, how much mayo and mustard cut up celery is all that? I don't know. He does say that it has affected his love life. And one part during the program, he is on a date. He tells the woman that he's with, I always keep a can of tuna on me. Things... Uh, thing is, I actually have an addiction, and that's why I wanted to tell you that. I hope you don't judge me, but I have an addiction to tuna fish. You can't hide it until like a third or fifth date. You got to break it out date number one, huh? The woman does say, you know, when you came in, you smelled a little fishy, but I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I bet that shit just permeates through your skin. All right, what's it like to have two dongs? Los Angeles truck driver. Refers to himself as Tank. He was born with, well, two penises. Or is it peni? Is it penises? Well, is one of them like, because no, every once in a while. You're, no, like, I saw them. They're both huge. Oh, are they? <laughs> Where'd you see him at? <laughs> He's on the internet. You can find him. He did uh, He did one of those soft white underbelly interviews. Okay, because there was the he's the same guy that does the uh, that family in uh, West Virginia, the yeah. Whitakers. Yeah, yeah, it's a disturbing uh, YouTube channel if you want to see the literal. It's the soft white underbelly of society. There was a kid in high school that said he had three nipples, and he finally showed us. It was just like a big mole. It was mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah. Well, this is a rare condition having having two dongs. Uh, one of them appears to be circumcised, and the other one appears to not be circumcised. He's got diet and regular, perfect. Yeah. Unleaded and super unleaded. Depends on what you dig, right? The National Institute of Health says this affects less than 1,000 men in the U.S. right now. So there's almost 1,000 dudes with two dongs, which I believe was a sitcom in the mid-90s, right? My two dongs? (laughs) This man talks about going... uh, And they both work, huh? uh, Yeah. Yep. He talks about being sent to a juvenile detention center when he was 12 and being released when he was 24. Whoa. What did he he do? Hey, not only are these dicks hard, so is he. He got got 12 years of fucking juvenile detention? After that, he uh, he was determined to see what what his two dicks could do. He says women didn't believe him when he told them about, you know, the extra dong down there, so he'd show them. 
Was it like one on top of the other or side by side? Uh, I couldn't tell because of the way he was holding them. I think they're side by side. Oh, like a double barrel shotgun. He's like, pap, pap, yeah. With one big old nutsack underneath it. He says, um, just by showing women, in most cases, uh, let them experience them both firsthand. Or, you know, whatever body part they wanted it for. You've got to brief them before you show them, right? You don't wait until the very last minute and say, by the way. No, no. Yeah, you got to let them know ahead of time. He said, actually, one lady that he uh, one lady that he showed them to became hooked on the sensation that his dongs provided simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. He's like a one-man DP machine. <laughs> oh, eventually... The two tallywhackers took their toll on his partners, so he decided the surgery was his best option. He got one of them removed? Yeah, he's only got one dong these days. Oh, he's just a regular guy. Yeah, no one gives a shit about him anymore. He did write a book, though, a self-published book, if you would like to check it out. Uh, it's telling his story. It's a called, Tale of Two Peckers? Uh, doubleheader. <laughs> hey, all right. Bravo, guy. Doubleheader, My Life with Two Penises uh, is the man's book. So if you'd like to check it out. It's going to be a pretty short book. First page. Yeah, it's weird. And that's the end. Uh, I read a couple of reviews. I guess it's incredibly graphic, uh, borderline pornographic, because of he goes into very in-depth. So I'm fucking this chick, right? right? That's exactly it. <laughs> hey, you yeah. know what? I might, be, I might be inclined to read that. What else do you want to hear from the guy? Nothing. Exactly. I don't want to hear about how does he fit into a pair of boxers. Don't give a shit. I want to hear a sex story. I would want to know how he pees. Is it both at the same time? Does he have to corral them both while he's pissing all over the seats and the walls? I assume if both of them are fully functional. Oh, you know what? He says he does pee from both of them. That's right. I think so. Can he control one or the other? I think one goes first, and then the other one sometimes will squeak a little out. Oh. Yeah. It's got to be a nightmare for your underwear when you're done. It's just like dribble, dribble, drip, drip, drip. Drip, dribble, dribble. It's like a t-shirt while working in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, there you go. You can check the book out on your own time. Hey, if you do read it, though, uh, shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know what you thought. Oh, yeah. All right, so thanks for checking out the podcast. That's this week's episode. Obviously, you can stay uh, up on anything JLNK by heading over to jlnkshow.com. See you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.